Welcome to today's podcast is sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios, where delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts out there, and each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is no secret how much I love pistachios. I love pistachios. It is part of my identity and honestly, there are so many fantastic flavors. My personal favorite is the wonderful pistachios no salt. It has a little blue emblem on it for the bag. So delicious. I know others love the roasted and salted, even lightly salted. There's a sweet chili that's good, a salt and pepper. There are so many options and you can have them in the shell or no shell. Cracking each pistachio open one at a time? Yes, wonderful pistachios is the only exception I make for playing with my food. It is fun and protein all in one bite. Go ahead and visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more or pick up a bag at your local store. Let's get to cracking and let's get to snacking. To the Fun and Gains podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and let the gains begin. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fun and Games podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and happy Wednesday. Best day of the week, my podcasties know. You guys, this is gonna be such a fun episode. It's a solo episode today. And I really just wanna talk about something that has been on my mind. And these are honestly my favorite episodes whenever I get to just chat and talk about things that I feel like maybe aren't talked about enough in the fitness industry. So today we're talking about what to do when you're unmotivated. I feel like motivation is talked about all the time. I feel like everybody's always trying to be motivated all the time and post these motivating videos. And like, I, I'm guilty. I do that too. I'm always trying to like inspire and motivate. And I think that that's absolutely fantastic. But here's the thing. Motivation comes and it goes. When you're motivated, it is so easy to get out of bed. It is so easy to go grocery shopping and you want to better your life. We, you know, we're on social media and we're looking at these things and we're feeling inspired and motivated and like we have that feeling and that sense of motivation within ourselves and then we want to go out and act on those things. So we want to get out of bed and work out. We want to go to the grocery store and buy a lot of whole nutrient-dense foods. We want to focus on those things more when we're motivated. Then on the flip side, we have when we're unmotivated, or what I like to call it, being a normal person. Because nobody is motivated 24-7. It is hard to get out of bed when you're not motivated. It is hard to take control of our eating habits, and that's when we fall off. That's when we stop working out. That's when we stop trying to do these things, is during those times when we're unmotivated motivated. And I feel like that's something that happens to all of us. A lot of times we get tired. We're just not feeling inspired. We're not feeling motivated. And we're like, great, what do I do? So in today's episode, I'm going to talk all about ways not just to stay motivated and inspired because we can watch videos, you know, pump ourselves up, get excited, get inspired, but something that is even deeper than that to actually have lasting results, which is what I feel like all of us want. We're not here for a short time. We're here for a long time and a good time. And when it comes to that, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably interested in living a healthier and a happier life. And you're looking for a way to do that, to have lasting results, change your lifestyle, change your life entirely. 
So I'm going to talk about ways to actually do that through discipline and consistency. Again, motivation and inspiration is amazing. It helps get you started, but we all need something that's a little bit more for those days when we're unmotivated. What do we fall back on? What do we do on those days? And that's where our discipline, our habits, and our consistency wins overall in the end to help give you results and live your happiest and healthiest life. And I really want to start by saying that there are different levels to everybody's journey. So you've got to think about this. I know that when I'm doing this podcast, there's a wide variety of people. For example, some of you listening are fitness enthusiasts with me. Like we live, die, breathe in the gym. We absolutely love going to the gym. We love the culture. We like to go four or five days a week. We're really into this. It is like a passion. It's part of our life. Going to the gym is like one of the biggest pinnacles of our day. It makes us feel amazing. We absolutely love it. I know that that is one audience that is listening to this podcast. However, I know on the flip side, there are a lot of people who are listening to this who are maybe in a little bit different of a stage or want something different out of health, fitness, and wellness. And I love that. I love that this is something that is so broad and it's all-encompassing because everybody has a place when it comes to fitness journeys, just their life, their well-being, and their health. So I know some of you listening are people who just want to have a nice and healthy lifestyle. You like going to the gym, it makes you feel good. Your day doesn't revolve around it. You're just looking for a way to be healthier and happier. You don't have these crazy goals of trying to bench press 135, 155, you know, 225, whatever it is. You just like going to the gym or you like doing your exercise classes or you like being more healthy and in tune with your body because that's truly what makes you feel better or this is a goal that you've set out for yourself. So I know that in saying this, you gotta keep open-minded that there are kind of two different things and you've got to do what is best for you, where a lot of times it can get unrealistic extremely quick. And honestly, wow, this is actually something that's been on my mind recently is I have been in this place where first I want to kind of throw myself under the bus a little bit. So it's taken me a while to realize that I'm in a new phase of life because I used to think, okay, Another side tangent, I kind of hate the you versus you mentality only because, of course, it doesn't have to be this way. But for me, sometimes I'm like, I don't want to compare myself to how I was because how I am now today as a mother with a child is vastly different than my grind when I was younger and in college, had no kid, had no responsibility. I wasn't even married. Like I could do whatever I wanted whenever I wanted. I answered to nobody but myself, where today I am more responsible and I do have loved ones in my life where I like to take care of them and I like to include them. It's not as selfish of a time. And for me, I'm just like sitting here thinking, dude, I cannot compare myself to what I once did back then to what I do now. And I don't know why it's taken me such a long time to realize and to accept and to internalize and to like fully grow and step into my new phase in this new phase of life. Because I can't just sleep until 10 a.m., go to the gym for three hours, film whatever content I want, just a dilly dally. Like, I do not have that time anymore. I don't. And sometimes I hear like, oh, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. We do all have 24 hours in a day, but I would beg to differ that our 24 hours look vastly different. I know my 24 hours when I was 21 and in college, single, 
is totally different to what it is now as a working mom supporting her husband through grad school. Like it is totally different of what my day is filled like. So for part of me, it's been like, okay, I need to realize that I'm in a new stage of life and I need to be able to be in that stage and not expect all of these things that I used to do back when I didn't have as many responsibilities. And I think that that's something that's important because again, I know we're all in different phases and different stages in our life. And I don't know, maybe it's just me thinking this, but like I just realized that I need to be more realistic with my goals, okay? Not compared to how it used to be. Get into nitty gritty. What actually works for me now? I used to work out five, six days a week before I was pregnant. And now I really like to do four days a week, sometimes five if I'm really feeling it. And part of me was like, no, I still need to do that five, six days a week. But I'm realizing I'm still able to see results, maintain my habits and enjoy the gym, my workouts and life with four days a week. Like that is fine. And my workouts look a tiny bit different now that I'm a little bit busier. And it's something that I'm just realizing that consistency Although we need to continuously show up, yes, it's going to look different depending on what stage of life you're in, where you are in life. And I don't know, I just have been thinking about that so much about how consistency and what that looks like for each of us is going to change over time in all of these different phases that we live in. Not that you're not showing up for yourself, but our routines in life, like it's going to look totally different. What consistency looks like for me now is totally different than what it used to look like, where I would go to the gym five, six days a week, whereas now consistency for me is four days a week, maybe five if I'm lucky or I'm really feeling it. But that is still consistent for me and for my life and my needs, where I'm at, what I want out of my health and fitness journey, out of my life. That's where I'm at and that's my consistency. So I'm just saying like, we're gonna get into like setting goals and everything and how to be realistic to be able to actually get results and stay consistent and stay disciplined. We're going to get into that. I just kind of wanted to talk like what your consistency looks like can change over time and it will change over time through different phases of your life. And that is okay. That's kind of what I've just really been feeling and realizing and internalizing recently because I have kind of grown into this new phase of life. And I'm like, wow, my consistency looks different. Although I am still consistent, it just looks different. So Yeah, I don't know, just opening up that mind. So here we go. We're gonna first dive into discipline, which I think is really interesting as I've been thinking about this topic. Again, going back to being unmotivated, like how do you get out of that rut? I'm having a bad day, I'm having an unmotivated day. Like people are always asking, how do you overcome that? How do you come out of that on top? And how do you stay consistent on those days that you're not motivated? And truly, it is down to discipline. And in tune with that of actually getting results is consistency. So discipline is a skill. And I think that this is so freaking cool. I don't know why I thought some people are just like mega disciplined. I'm like, dude, they just like have it together. They're so disciplined. They have so much willpower. But discipline is a skill. And the definition of discipline is that it is the consistent ability to control your actions, feelings, and emotions. I don't know why I didn't put two and two together, 
But discipline is something that we all individually can work on, improve, and build. We can become disciplined in our actions, which is so cool. It's not, you know, these people who we see and they're like, wow, they're wicked disciplined. They have painfully grown through that and developed that skill. It probably took a lot of time to be able to get to that place, but that's not something that's unattainable. For some reason, part of me was like, oh, that that level of discipline is unattainable, but it's a skill. It's something we can all nurture and cultivate and have that become part of our identity, part of who we want and add that into our life. Like, why can't we have that? I know people hate labels, but sometimes I kind of like to have adjectives or things that I find I like about myself. Why can't I add that into my little vault? of not saying it's a label, but like label myself or count myself or call myself disciplined. Why can't I have that in my tool belt? So I'm like, oh, heck yeah. This is something that we can grow and develop. I'm all for that. And kind of in hand with discipline is willpower and willpower is our ability to stay focused. So I just, I don't know, my mind was kind of blown when I kind of have been diving into discipline a little bit more. I'm gonna give you guys five habits to help build your discipline. Again, this is what's gonna help you on those days where you're unmotivated. You're unmotivated, you've got a lack of motivation, you need to sit back on your discipline and your habits that you have established. That's what's gonna help you get through those rough patches. That's what's gonna help you be able to see results because you can be consistent because you have that discipline and you have those habits set in your life. So the first thing I'm gonna say is to set realistic goals and execute a plan. Okay, how many times have we heard this? Probably a million and a freaking half. But again, I need to dive in and make this as specific and hopefully you hear me when I say this. We all need goals in order to have something to strive to, something to work toward, something to work for, a reason, a why. That's why we have goals so that when we are having those unmotivated days, we're like, okay, Let's remember why we started. Let's remember why we're even doing this because those are the thoughts that go through my head. You know, I'm having a bad day. I'm having, I'm really unmotivated and uninspired. I'm like, why am I doing all this? What is this all for? You have to fall back on those goals, on that reason why, and that's gonna help push you and remind you, okay, like, let's keep going. And with that being said, your goals have to be realistic. And when I say realistic, I'm talking about Goals that not only you want, but goals that are personally motivating and something that you want to reach yourself. Again, going back to that you versus you mentality, I would compare what I'm doing now to what I would do when I was a lot younger in college and had more free time and try to set the same goals using the same methods I used before. That is unrealistic for me now because of the different phase in life that I am now experiencing. I have to change the method that I'm going about this differently than I did before. I have to be realistic with how I'm going to be able to achieve my goals. That way I'm setting myself up for success and I'm not setting myself up for failure for when I'm not meeting these absolutely ridiculous and unrealistic goals that I have. Again, I am in a different phase of life. I need to be very accurate and realistic about what can I actually handle now in my life as a mom, as a working mom, and in all the roles and the hats that I have, what is realistic? I have set that for four days a week to hit the gym. That is 100% realistic and obtainable for me, where if I said, oh, I'm gonna go five, six days a week, spend two hours in the gym every time, that's just not realistic for me anymore. 
or when I was pregnant or newly postpartum? Like, do you think I expected myself to go to the gym five, six days a week and hit new PRs every week? Like, absolutely not. Now, was it a goal of mine when I was postpartum that I wanted to get back to the place where I could hit PRs? Yes. But my smaller goals were, let's remain consistent. Let's work out three days a week. I did that for an entire year because that was realistic, but I was consistent with it. Because it was a realistic expectation and goal, I was consistent in hitting three days a week at the gym postpartum for my whole first year. Every once in a while, I would even be able to hit a fourth day, and that was absolutely awesome. But I felt like I was so successful because my goal was three days, very realistic and obtainable. I didn't try to push myself. I didn't try to force myself to do anything crazy. And as I continuously kept those promises to myself, I stayed consistent and I saw, hey, I actually can do this. That built up my confidence as I continued to go. That's why it's so crucial to set realistic goals. Because if I did say I'm going six days a week as a new mom, I would fall short three of those days. And then that leaves me feeling like a failure. That is not going to help anybody succeed. And that would not have helped me succeed. Because I was really true to myself and realistic, I knew I could hit three days a week. And as I continued to do that, it built up my confidence and my trust in myself. And that has helped carry me through. And I know you feel the same way. Whenever you have like small, actual, realistic goals that are obtainable and you hit them like small checks, you're like, oh, heck yeah, I can do this all day. You feel so good about yourself. They can't be these absolutely crazy goals based off what somebody else is doing, based off what's working for somebody else. It's got to be personal, individual, and realistic to you in your life. And another thing I'm going to say about this is set goals when you are unmotivated. It is so easy, again, to crush a workout and be on it with your nutrition when you are motivated. But it's when you're unmotivated that you can actually see and reflect and be able to be like, okay, yeah, this actually is a realistic goal because, for instance, this is a time where I'm not feeling motivated. Is this something that I can kind of practice small acts of discipline and get through this? Or is this just like absolutely astronomical and overwhelming? I think that's another big issue is a lot of times goals are too big, too wide, too broad, too unrealistic that it's like I'm never going to be able to hit this or I'm never going to achieve this because on those days when you're unmotivated, that's when you look back and you're like, what the heck? This is not even close to being able to be accomplished. You know, when you're motivated, you're, you're feeling like you're on cloud nine, but then on a normal day where you're just like chilling and you're normal and you might not be as as motivated, like you're not gonna keep continuing. You're not gonna feel all of this power and inspiration. You've got to set them when you're kind of in that unmotivated mindset. That way it is realistic and you can keep going and build on those. And again, I'm not saying don't have these crazy, giant, astronomical goals. Have those. Just make sure you also have smaller goals too. For example, I want to become a Gymshark athlete. That's a big, massive goal. You know, that was a huge one for me. But I had a lot of smaller, actual daily things that I could do to build up to have that be a goal that I would try to reach. So you've got to be able to have a balance of those. I just want to make sure I'm not like out here preaching like, don't dream, don't have big goals, don't try and be ambitious and like write them when you're unmotivated. I hope you get what I'm trying to say. We really need both type of goals. 
Number two is going to be super short. It's just going to be put your goals where you can see them. I love this. Darian and I recently put new goals up on our little mirror in the bathroom. That way we see them. It is a good reminder to help me stay on the path. And again, to help me stay aware and mindful of what my goals are. And I think that it's something that if I put crazy, unrealistic goals on my mirror, that would give me anxiety. But the things that I'm putting on my mirror are enjoy four workouts a week. Try to be more mindful about vegetables. Another one is stress less. (laughs) Like I just have like little reminders of what some of my goals are that are kind of like keywords of, oh, okay, this is getting me in the right mindset of things that I want to be a little bit more mindful of throughout the day. Number three is going to be, this is the big one. This is the big one, you guys, so listen up. Number three is practice daily diligence and prioritizing. So again, we aren't born diligent. This is a learned behavior. This is an attribute that we can gain, a skill we can learn. And again, I think that that is so cool that we have the power and we can become a diligent person. And just like any other skill, we have to use it and practice it to be able to become a master to be able to become really diligent, we have to use this skill and practice it. So it has to become a habit and that habit comes from practice and repetition. So having discipline become a habit is something where we do have to be more mindful in what we're doing. And just to simplify this, it's practice daily diligence. I am here for that. Practicing diligence can be really draining at times. It's a constant battle of, am I strong enough to be diligent? Am I strong? Do I have enough willpower to do this? And a big tip on that is just to start small and build it up. Just like any other habit, any other trait, we don't just jump in at 100 miles per hour. It is a small step and a small habit that we're going to slowly build up by doing small daily actions of diligence associated with one of our goals. So bringing it back to the goals, if one of your goals, let's say, is to eat a little bit more vegetables and fruits in your day, an act of diligence would be when you're at the grocery store, instead of skipping the produce, pull vegetables, put them in your cart. A small act of diligence that I know is really, really hard. I even do this because I get so lazy, I'm so tired or I'm stressed or I'm in a rush. Pull out the veggies out of your fridge, cut them up, and eat them as a snack. Or if an apple, grab an apple, cut it up, have some peanut butter on the side. That is a small act of diligence where instead of being lazy and grabbing something else to eat, which is not bad, we're not, we never guilt, we never shame anything. But if your goal is to eat more fruits and vegetables, being diligent in that goal, in those small actions, those small moments where you're like, nope. I'm going to stop myself and do something that's going to benefit me in a sense of I'm following a goal and this is me being diligent and practicing that. So it's really, really these small decisions that make up our life and that make up these habits. So as we're more diligent, we're gaining more confidence and we're also gaining confidence in ourselves because we are following through with the promises that we're making ourselves. We have these goals And as we're accomplishing them, we're like feeling on top of the world because we're actually fulfilling them. And as you're doing these small daily acts and as you're checking off your goals and you're like, this is amazing, you'll realize that you have started to form a habit. 
And they say it takes like 66 days to do to fully form a habit. So after a while, that then becomes a habit where instead of grabbing, you know, a different snack, you're saying, no, this is me being mindful of me wanting to help myself eat more whole foods, include more veggies and fruits in my intake. So you grab your apple with your peanut butter for your snack instead of whatever else. Those small daily acts seriously add up. And I think that's what's really cool about our life. Sometimes we don't think about it as a bigger picture all the time, but your life is made up of all of those tiny, small moments. Skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you to the brand Osea. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called OSEA. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere. And it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty free. They're climate neutral certified and ocean positive. It is a clean beauty company. It checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try them as well. Some of the favorite ones that I use are the body oil and lotion. And then I also love the hyaluronic serum and the ID puff serum. And every time I use them, I feel so luxurious. They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code FUNGAINS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to OSEAMalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. Today, I'm welcoming a new podcast sponsor, Shrank Grills. If you haven't heard about these yet, today is the day. Darian and I cannot wait to move to Florida and start our hosting era, and this is the perfect way to do it. These grills heat up to over 1,500 degrees in less than five minutes, and it uses the exact same infrared technology as the world's best steakhouses. So things are going to cook really fast. Your steaks can be ready in as little as three minutes, and salmon as well. Big salmon girly over here. We're trying to get all of our protein gains, and this delivers on flavor because everything is juicier on a grill. They also have a dip tray at the bottom. This is probably my favorite feature of these grills. You can let all the steak juices just drip to the bottom of the drip tray and then it's going to create these brown bits and you can add butter, spices, oils into that dip tray also and then pour all the juices back onto the steak and this makes such a big difference in flavor. This This grill isn't just for steak, though. You can also cook chicken wings, hamburgers, seafood, even pizza with their pizza stone accessories. So if you've been on the fence for your summer grilling, look no further and get your shrink grill today. That's spelled S-C-H-W-A-N-K, shrink grills. You can use code FUNANDGAINS to get $150 off a shrink grill. So as we're bettering ourselves from the beginning, from the get-go, back down to our behavior, because this is about behavior, that's what's actually going to get us results. That's what's going to drive everything long-term for life, not just this fleeting feeling of, oh, I'm really motivated and inspired right now. I want to do this. It's like, no, on those days where that motivation is gone, you're relying back to the basics of your habits that you've set through being disciplined. So I just, I think that's so cool. Moving on to number four, this one is one that I personally do because sometimes I can get a little bit on the anxious side to start a certain task. So number four is to set a timer. 
Again, sometimes I'll get really anxious about doing a task or doing something. So I'll just put it off and put it off and put it off. And so something that I've realized is if I do a countdown or if I say I'm going to do this quick task and then move into the next, it is less intimidating. It's a little bit less scary. I'm a little bit less anxious and it really helps me mentally prepare and helps me get myself in a good headspace so then I can start whatever task is kind of being a little bit intimidating for me. But that is a way that I have really helped myself with discipline because a lot of times, again, I will just procrastinate something because it's making me anxious. So I'm like, I'm just not gonna do it. I'm too anxious to even get started. But again, those small little actions are so helpful. And I think that that's why people are like, make your bed first thing in the morning because that is a small task that you can check off, you feeling good, that's showing some discipline of you not saying, oh, I'm gonna do it later, I'm gonna do it right now. And you do that, you've gone that task and it's so much easier to go to the next one and to continue your morning and your entire day with that sense of discipline, of not putting things off, of not being lazy, of not procrastinating. And so for me, setting a timer, sometimes when I'm really anxious about doing something, even something silly like recording this podcast or doing a YouTube video, a lot of times I'm like, oh, I'm like a little bit nervous to do it. I just have to set a timer and when that timer goes off, start doing it no matter what. And a lot of times having that timer even set, like let's say it's three minutes, five minutes or 10 minutes after that set, I'm already in the headspace of, okay, I know that this is happening and I start getting mentally prepared and I start doing the task even before the timer has gone off. Just, or I'll go and do another really small task before doing something that's a little bit daunting for me. Like I'll fold a load of laundry or I'll put the dishes away or I'll clean the sink or I'll pick up a couple toys, something that's really easy and mundane. And then once I've completed that task, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to hop back in. Let's do this. So for me, that's kind of a little bit more of a personal one that's really helped me. But I thought I would share that anyways, because maybe that'll help somebody like you. And to add on to that point, it's helpful to know your strengths and your weaknesses when it comes to like trying to build better habits and trying to be a little bit more disciplined because when we are self-aware and when we're aware of what our obstacles are, so for example, doing my emails, that always kind of heightens my anxiety because I'm just like not fully committed to open and answer, you know, a thousand emails at once. It's very daunting because I always put off my emails. So I've got so many to go through, but that is one of the tasks that always kind of heightens my anxiety. So I know that that is a weak point for me, but then also your strengths of what you're really good at. And I'll be honest, I feel like rewards are so helpful. Like whenever I do something that's really hard or really daunting or something that intimidated me, I'm always like giving myself little self-talk little like pep talks, little self talks of like, you really did that, Brit. Like, I'm so freaking proud of you. I don't have to tell anybody else, but it's something for me that I'm like, that was really freaking hard. To other people, that probably was not even a bat of an eye. But for me, that was a monumental, pivotal moment in my life where this was really hard and I went through with it. So I think giving yourself a little reward for when you are doing really well goes such a long way because again, discipline is a skill 
Setting habits is a process. So it is something that's going to take a lot of time. So we have to be kind to ourselves, give ourselves time and space in order to make these changes in our life and not be so uppity and expect perfection all the time. Okay, and lastly, I guess I'll throw in an extra one, is to forgive yourself and move forward. And that kind of goes with what I was just saying, but there's something about truly giving yourself space mentally and physically to be able to do the work to improve yourself. That's something where I feel like a lot of times we just expect ourselves to be like this. Like, for example, seriously, I don't know why. I feel like I'm such a nerd, but I'm like, I had no idea that discipline was a skill. It never, I'm such a like, not literal, but I am a little bit more of a literal person. That's just how my brain works. So when certain things connect the dot for me, it's like I'm understanding a concept for the first time. Whereas a lot of you might be listening to this and be like, oh yeah, well, of course I knew that discipline was a skill or an attribute that can be learned or lost if you're not practicing it regularly. For me, I thought that discipline was something somebody was just born with. I didn't know that. And I'm looking back on my life and realizing that I have been very disciplined on certain things. And I'm like, that's really cool. Like, I'm really, really proud of myself for those times where I have been able to be disciplined. And it's not in a negative way. It's not restriction. I feel like some people might associate discipline with restriction, but it is not like that at all. It is control and it is empowering because it's our ability to control our actions and our feelings and our emotions. It's not restrictive. It's making a conscious decision and a conscious effort towards something and that helps you reach your goals because you're striving for that. I just think that that's so powerful. I'm feeling really empowered and inspired and motivated right now, you guys. (laughs) I'm ready. Let's hit another workout. Cardio round two, baby. (laughs) Moving on to consistency, though. Again, small daily acts of diligence is going to help to bring that consistency. So the definition of consistency means thickness, (laughs) But we don't want that definition. It is something that stays the same and is done in the same way or looks the same. So when we're talking about consistency within a health journey, our life, that is something that stays the same and is done in the same way. So it's a routine. It's something that's a part of your life. I've definitely talked about trying to stay consistent so much. I truly feel like this is one of the biggest ways that you can see results or just have results and just like be happy in life is remaining consistent, which I know is not easy. And something that totally changed my mindset about consistency is I used to think that that meant perfection. But consistency and perfection is not the same thing. I used to think, and I think some people still think this way, but I used to think that I needed to do be perfect every single day and do all of these things every single day, no matter what. And you know, sometimes that just doesn't happen. Sometimes we are having a really bad day or we're traveling or whatever happens, like we just are not consistent on a certain day. That's okay. What I've realized going through life, experiencing life, becoming pregnant, having a child and, you know, living my life now, I've learned that consistency is just so much longer and broad than just the week that we're looking at. This is something where these habits, 
that we're trying to grow, this life that we're trying to build is something that we want 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road. In 2050, I still want to be as healthy and happy as I am right now. And I don't know why I just thought consistency was perfection. I thought I needed to be perfect to not mess up, that there wouldn't be bad days, that I would always be motivated. But what we've all learned is that we were not perfect every day, that we do air quote make mistakes or that we have bad days. And I think a huge part of consistency is learning and accepting that we are going to make mistakes, that this isn't a perfect linear journey or life. Like, I, I feel like this is where there's an issue where social media comes in because it is just a highlight reel and that everybody has bad days. But it's hard, right? Like we look at these people that we look up to and we're like, oh man, like they have it all together. But what we don't see are the bad days. We don't see the days where it's just grueling. And it's something that I've been trying to talk more and more about so that you guys know all the times where I'm having a really hard time. Since November of last year, even till now, it has been tough. I am just in a tough spot. This is just a rough patch of my life. And I just kind of keep hoping and praying, okay, there's got to be light at the end of the tunnel. I'm going to get there. And there for sure are some really, really amazing days. Like today is finally like an amazing day. I have had so much energy, so much positivity, and it's something that I've been lacking. And I realized, man, you know, I really have been off for a bit. I've been a little bit too stressed. I've been, you know, X, Y, and Z is going on in my life right now where it's something that I appreciate when others talk about it because it's one of those things where it's like, dude, is everybody just okay? Like, am I the only one struggling? Am I the only one literally having such a freaking hard time with my life right now? And so I appreciate when other people speak up about that. And I've been really trying to talk about it more openly and hopefully not get hate or criticism for talking about having a bad freaking day when we all have them. And I hope that like if you are with me in this, it's been a little bit of a challenging past couple months, like I'm with you. And again, there are some really good days. Like I've been working on finding the good in every day because there are good moments in each day. It's not all bad. But overall, it's just kind of this like, I don't know, maybe it's seasonal depression. Maybe that really is a thing. And I just haven't realized it since living in Michigan. But yeah, today just finally such an amazing day and I'm feeling really good again. But going back to the fact that there's going to be bad days and what helps with consistency and navigating those bad days is realizing that the timeline is a lot longer than we realize. The consistency is overall, like it's not just a month, it's not just a week. Um, and if you mess up once, you're not doomed. You haven't lost everything. You get a new chance and you get to continuously keep trying, trying to do your small daily acts of diligence and practicing that, practicing your habits, learning these skills, which again, I think is so awesome that this is something that we can become. It's not just unattainable that I always thought that there's people who just are diligent and and I've never put two and two together that that's something I can actually work on myself and improve on. So I think that that's really, really cool. And yes, when we do have those bad days and mistakes, we've got to just forgive ourselves and move forward. The second point I want to bring up when it comes to consistency is to get enough sleep. And I feel like this might sound a little bit crazy, but think about it. Whenever I have nights where I'm getting enough sleep, I am able to handle everything that comes my way a little bit better. 
versus nights where I have a bad sleep or it's short or I didn't get enough sleep. I'm kind of on edge. I'm a little bit foggy and I'm not able to be at the full capacity that I usually am. So being able to have a good night's sleep or enough sleep to be able to fuel me for my entire day, that is key. That way you can practice your discipline, you can continue on your habits, you have enough energy versus when you're really tired and I don't wanna get out of bed, I don't wanna start my day, I'm too tired and kind of all you're thinking about is the next time you're able to sleep or you just sleep in too much and then you you feel lazy and you feel guilty, oh, I didn't wake up on time. All of that plays a role. So truly, I feel like getting enough sleep to handle the day for me is huge. And for me, it sounds so silly. I'm always like, it, but it, it really is these small things. They all add up. To me, at least in my life, that's where I've been able to remain consistent and be able to have the willpower and the mindset to be able to do these things is trying to take care of my health as a whole thing, like wellness. Overall, sleep plays such a huge role in that. The third point that I want to talk about is rewarding yourself. And I've already kind of touched on this, so I'll go quickly through this. But I feel so fulfilled when I've been doing really good and I reward myself. It can be whatever I feel like I need, but that little boost of, oh, you know, I did really good. I'm giving myself a little reward or I get this. For me, you know, that speaks volumes. That works for me. For maybe others, maybe it doesn't. But you know, whenever I'm crushed a goal, I'm like, that's it. I got to go buy some new skincare or whatever thing I'm into. And it's like so exciting because I'm like, I I did this and I get this physical reward. I'm so happy about it. And you know, maybe that works for you. Maybe it doesn't. I know that everybody's different. But for me, I'm all about that. So yeah, next is to give yourself time. You guys, I feel like we don't think long term enough about things. Truly. Like I truly feel like everything is about short-term, short-term fixes. And you guys know if you listened to my previous podcast episode a few back that we're dropping the quick fix mindset and that this is for life. This is for, this is about us creating new habits, creating new behaviors to change the entire way we live, which is really freaking hard. I'll be honest, it is really hard to completely change your life, but you do it by small acts daily, doing your small disciplines. And soon by making small decisions every day, being disciplined and that builds your habits. And then you can be consistent in your habits and that is what's going to help you get whatever results you want, whether that's with finances, whether that's with your health and fitness journey, whatever it is, that is going to create your life and the life that you are living. So truly, you need time. We need time to be able to change our mindset and create these habits. We need time to be able to fiddle around and to fail, to get back up, to keep showing up. And you need time to be able to see the results for what you've been doing. And last but not least is to work on keeping promises to yourself. I feel like this builds trust and your self-esteem, which is then a huge motivator. Every time I tell myself I'm gonna do something, When I do it, it just lights a fire and it's like I followed through. And it just builds your self-esteem because you actually trust yourself. You believe what you're going to say. You believe in yourself, which is absolutely powerful. Versus when you say you're going to do something and you don't, you guys know, we've all felt that. We feel empty. We feel betrayed. We feel a little bit angry, resentful toward ourselves. 
maybe we hate ourselves for doing that for a little bit. And that is something where I've truly realized keeping those promises and acting and being true to myself only helps benefit me, helps me build my trust in myself. And that's just a huge motivator and helps with consistency. And that's going to wrap up today's episode. It was a little bit more of a shorter one, but I really just wanted to talk about these things that were on my mind because a lot of times we are unmotivated. It happens. We are not always motivated. It comes and it goes. And what I've realized and what I have learned through my own experience and through helping others through this is that discipline and consistency is key. Being disciplined is something that we can become. It's a skill that we can learn. It's not something that's unattainable. It's not something that other people have and we just don't. It's not an excuse for, oh, I'm just not like that. That's just not how I am. This is an attribute that if you want this, it is out there, obtainable. Anybody can become that. Anybody can become disciplined. And I hope that those tips helped you out and that we can all get a little bit better at practicing daily diligence in order to achieve the goals that we have set for ourselves. I hope you guys liked this episode. Go ahead and give this podcast a rating and a review. I love reading those from you guys. And I'll go ahead and actually read a review right now. I forgot to do it at the beginning of the episode, but here we go. Opening up the Fun and Games podcast. Let's see what we got here. This week's review is from JustList36, five star. If you haven't listened to this podcast, go listen to it. Brittany is amazing, exclamation mark. Her vibe is so real and genuine, and you feel that through just listening to her podcast episodes. Her love and determination to be a great mom and a great wife, all while running a household, working, and still practicing self-help and making healthy life choices is so inspiring. I was in a tough spot mentally with working out and time management and fitting everything I need to do in one day. And just listening to real, genuine influencers talk about what they do is so nice. And can we take a second to mention how funny she is? <laughs> Her and Darian are my favorite to listen to. A couple goals. Thanks for being an amazing host. Much love to the Fun and Games fam. Oh, well, just list 36. I freaking love you. And honestly, like I said in today's podcast episode, you are not alone if you are in a tough spot mentally. 100%. I feel like I am in one right now. Again, I try to find the good in every day and I'm really trying to stay in a positive mindset overall, but like life has just been kicking me in the rear recently. It is so hard right now and I just don't know why. I don't know how to get out of this rut and it just, it is how it is. Like today's a really, really good day and I'm feeling really grateful for that, honestly, but just know you're not alone. I'm with you. The light will come and just big hugs to all of my Fun and Gains fam out there. I freaking love you guys so much. I hope you had an amazing Wednesday or whatever day you're listening to this podcast episode on. And if you have come this far in the podcast episode, head over to the podcast Instagram at funandgains.podcast and go ahead and comment down below something that you are grateful for. I want to hear it. I want to read it. I want to film my life with as much positivity and gratitude, even though life's a little bit tough for me and some of us out there. So let's bring it up. Let's share some gratitude and I'll see you guys over on the podcast Instagram. Love you guys so much. Have an absolutely amazing week and I'll talk to you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. You're listening to the fun and games podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. Uh-oh.
Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save 